What up, everybody? My name is Peyton Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast, Windsor's only local sports podcast featuring interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and more, dropping every other Monday on WindCitySports.com and anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check us out on social media, at WindCity underscore sports, on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, oh God, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of the above, you know. YouTube channel, subscribe, follow, like, whatever it might be. Give us a review on any app you might use. After five years, we're very easy to find nowadays on <laughs> online. W-I-N-C-I-T-Y is all one word. If you are ever having some trouble finding the Win City Sports Podcast or Win City Sports on any social media. But we'll talk about that later on in the show, as we normally do. Today is Monday, March 29th, 2021, and it's episode 221 of Win City Sports. We got a good one for you today, folks. We got a lot of news to talk about as well. We'll go over... All the stuff we might have missed in the last two weeks, we got uh, a lot of talks about uh, Windsor athletes, alumni, and whatnot, so get you caught up with um, with some of our former Spitfires and, and athletes and, um, and all different kinds of sports here in Windsor. But speaking of which, we do have a good guest this week as well. We have a former Windsor Spitfire, former OHL hockey player. I uh, went off to play some university hockey after playing junior. And he's now a local school teacher here in uh, Windsor-Essex. It's Ben Dubois. Um, it's a great conversation with this guy a while back now. Uh, he's just been sitting in the archives. Now doing it every other week, it's a little different um, <laughs> with doing interviews and, and holding on to them. It, it could be uh, months before they before they get out nowadays. So uh, Again, we still have lots of, lots of good ones coming up, um, some more coaches and, and alumni as well. Um, but looking to uh, get some more interviews. So if you, if you know anyone, reach out. Um, but yeah, Ben Dubois, we have um, uh, quite some interesting stats from him, as you'll hear in the interview as well. Uh, this guy played with so many great players, not only um, with the Spitfires, but uh, he went off to Owen Sound and Ottawa after playing uh, for the Spitfires. So I uh, got to play with a lot of good players there uh, who are in the league right now or, or have been. So we'll get into that as well. Uh, again, just a, just a local guy, a Bell River kid who uh, grew up playing hockey and Got to play for his local Windsor Spitfires. Had a crazy time, too, uh, playing with uh, some of the best Spitfires of all time and drafted in one of the best draft classes to the Spits ever as well with Ryan Ellis and Taylor Hall. Um, so lots to talk about with Ben. Uh, lots of news to come up as well. Uh, I feel like normally at this point in the show, um, we don't go to the interview so quickly, but hey, man, it's it's been two weeks. Let's, let's get you back into the interviews. And then following that, we'll, we'll go over any Windsor sports news that you might have missed and get you caught up with all that stuff. So without further ado, here's Ben Dubois. Here we go. All righty, so now I'm joined by uh, Bell River Boy, actually. He spent four seasons in the OHL, and some of which with our Windsor Spitfires for the 2009 OHL Memorial Cup champion. Ben Dubois, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's been a while since I since I really talked to uh, about about hockey for for some time now. But uh, I'm excited to uh, be invited here. Thanks. Hundred percent, man. I mean, we'll get a little bit of the rust out and uh, start with some easy questions, I suppose. Um, yeah. I, I know I'm thinking you're uh, you're pretty much a Bell River kid. I was growing up in the county is 
far as I know. So, and eventually you played for Sun County, obviously. But what was life growing up out there? Like, I'm sure, big hockey kid uh, from when, you know, as far as back as you can remember. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you ask me that question right now. Um, we've had some pretty cold days. And uh, luckily enough, I grew up on, on the actual Bell River itself. So I remember growing up and, uh, you know, my dad would have the floodlights going. And, and even even right now, we've I've been going... I've been going to skate on the river after work every day, and uh, that was a big part of my childhood was lacing up the skates and just skating outside on the river and uh, just calling up my friends and getting a little scrimmage game going. Yeah, man, this past weekend, you see so many people posting uh, being on that same river, just playing shinny and skating around. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, you know, unfortunately, because of what's going on in the world with uh, COVID guidelines, it's kind of put a damper on, on the fun, but... Um, you know, you see a lot of people out there enjoying their time, and uh, you know, you just see a lot of smiles. It's great to see that again. Oh yeah, it's so fun. I even I even built a rink in my backyard, and I probably would have never if uh, if uh, the world wasn't the way it is. You know, I'd just be playing my beer league uh, beer league games. That'd be good enough. So, gotta have some fun on the ice, uh, no matter what, right? That's right. You gotta you gotta keep it going. You lace them <clears> up, and uh, like I said, I just like getting out there, and even just. Even just skating around for a little bit and get yeah. some fresher. Well. Yeah, I can spend time by myself. I've always said that, even uh, when I was younger. Like, just give me a stick and a puck, and I don't know, twenty by twenty sheet of ice, and I can spend a couple hours out there just having fun. You know, <laughs> younger. I'm still doing that, and I'm thirty years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it. I haven't done that in a while until I stepped outside uh, the first time that I like I got on there. Next thing I know, like two hours went by. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it goes by quick when you're having fun, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the leg's a little bit different nowadays, but still, still can, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah no, uh, we get a couple friends out there, and we're, we're having a good time anyways. So. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. But, uh, you know, obviously growing up out there, I mean, I'm sure you're skating at a young age and playing as well. Um, made it up to, to the Leamington Flyers pretty quickly, too. And at that level, even, you know, I was looking at, they, they happen to have, you know, the roster on the Elite Prospects, and seems like you're surrounded by some great talent, even at that level, at the Junior B level, um, you know, guys that would have moved up with you to, to Junior A, and just kind of some local guys that people might know from around here, just, you know, playing. Yeah, the, um, well, you know, the, the Spitfire team that I was drafted to, we were, we were such a talented team, and yeah. the 91 91- were you know unbelievable with all the Ellie Blacker Wilson and you know the list goes on and on for that 91 draft and it was really hard to crack that lineup so I I, uh, I played a year for the Flyers and that was honestly that was a great experience as well and uh, seeing how I was a local boy um, Warren Reichel and Bob Boudner had me practicing once a week with the team um, basically whenever I could get out there the old barn yeah. So that that was a bonus as well, and uh, you know just playing under Butch Ott. So yeah, that's a, right. He, he was a, yeah, he was a great coach, and uh, he really really implemented how you should take care of your body before a game, and uh, how serious you need to take it in order to take it to that next level. Um, I could see where where Steve Ott got his um, his learning skills from. You know, um, he he was a very serious guy, but also a great coach at the same time. Yeah, I was gonna say quite the character when you mentioned his name. I was like, I forgot that he was um, he was like the owner, I think, too, and coach. Yeah, Butchie. 
Butch, he yeah. was uh, he was great. He uh, honestly he was he was he was hard on us, but he was fair at the same time, and he he would always give you that little smile when uh, when you did something right. It meant a lot. Yeah, it's a tough love. You don't always get that nowadays. No, no, you definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, like you mentioned, man, that um, that draft year was pretty stacked, even for an OHL draft. You know. Um, and then eventually you got you got called up to the O with the Spits, and again that's when they were just starting to buzz. So were you kind of like in shock and awe? Well, I mean, I was, I was for sure. The uh, you know we we talk about the '91 draft for that Spitfire year, but the '90s as well. They were they were amazing as well. The team Warren Reichel and Bob Buchner and DJ that's really uh, really picked, and the scouting staff as well really picked throughout those three, four years, they're a solid squad. Um, if you look at them now, you know, I don't really need to say much to explain myself. A lot of them ended up going to play pro. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we, they put together a really solid squad. So, yeah, uh, you know, when I finally made that jump and, uh, you know, cracked the lineup for the Windsor Spitfires, I, I kind of got there and I, I looked around the room and I knew, I knew that, I knew they were that good, you know, Halsey was putting up big numbers as a rookie, and, and Ellis, and they really turned the page with the Windsor Spitfires uh, the year prior when I was playing for the Flyers, but I, I finally cracked the lineup, and I, I kind of look around, and I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, am I really supposed to be this good? Look at <laughs> guys, they're all my age, and look how, look how good they are, and, and it really, it really uh, puts into perspective how good some hockey players really are, you know? Oh, 100%. That's what I mean. Like, even at that level, just coming in, that's what, kind of what I was um, anticipating, but didn't want to just assume that you're like, shit, now i got to keep up with these guys? Like, Yeah, no, and, and you don't realize, you know, now I'm, I'm 29 years old, but at the time I was 17 years old, 18 years old, and uh, you're, you kind of have like a, a um, I guess, a young mentality, you could say, at the time, and, and hockey is a big confidence. Thing. So you, you're skating around these players that are, that are just so good, and and you got to keep your a steady mindset with with balancing your confidence and and realizing what kind of part you play on that team. So so that was a big uh, that was a big change too. You know, going from from junior B and getting um, getting all sorts of different opportunities within the power play or penalty kill to going to play on, you know, some could argue uh, one of the best junior teams ever. So that was a big change, and just adjusting to uh, what my role was on the team was was also uh, was also a change. But you know, it was, it was great in the in the long run. Yeah, of course. And I was even going to mention that when you were talking about um, learning from Butch Ott, like you're you're so young at the time, you know. Like obviously, you're probably your head's bigger than the doorway, but you're thinking, yeah. you know, playing at the level that you're playing at, but you're a young adult right so everything is so so vital every little thing that you're learning um can really you know take a toll on you yeah for sure i mean it's not even it's not even just what you're learning on the ice it's uh off the ice as well yeah um right now my i'm i'm a teacher right now and i always tell people you know i i learned my biggest lessons playing on a hockey team um i learned how to work hard on a hockey team i learned to be on time I learned to follow a schedule, to be on a regiment. Um, you know that. You know I went through the whole university process and all the schooling, but I think the biggest quality I forgot 
playing hockey was just the learning skills that I acquired along the way. Yeah, man, just learning values. Like I always, I always say, like coaching, teaching, they're very, very similar, just in a different setting, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're 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 trying to pass on uh, pass on some knowledge in in two different ways there. Yeah, for sure. exactly. Anything that can get it through, but. You know, um, for for talking about that team and like what you kind of came into, um, one thing for me and obviously for yourself too is just you could have been drafted to any team and you get drafted to the hometown team. I'm sure it's pretty cool for you to you know to play for them. I'm sure you went to games as a kid. Yeah, um, it was it was awesome. Uh, before before the draft, uh, I, the Hunters there, the coach for the London Knights, mm-hmm. they actually and this this is actually a great story. They invited my dad and I to a game, and that was when the London Knights were playing the Plymouth Whalers. And I remember Patty Kane was playing, and they invited they invited me into the room, and, and it was in the playoffs. And he was giving his pregame speech, and I was sitting actually beside Ben Chiroff now that plays. He's a defenseman in the NHL, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I for for some reason I had a strong feeling that I was going to be I was going to be a knight, but. Uh, whatever that didn't that didn't go through and um you know it worked out for the best and and warren reichel you know he had a couple talks with me as well after the game he's always uh he's always in the stands at some of the local triple a games at the time and um you know i was i was so excited to to get that call seeing that i was that i got drafted to my home team and yeah it was it was awesome i i I was trying out for the leamington flyers and I looked because the affiliate team at the time for, for the Spitfires were, were the Decumpty Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking and I see we're all in between periods. I'm looking at the computer screen and I finally see my name pop up. And uh, I, I look and I look at, I forget who I, I think I was like, looked at the assistant coach. I go, well, well, I can't play here. This is the Flyers. I think I need to go play for the Chiefs. <laughs> Mid skate. So. Well, that whatever that didn't even matter. I guess at the time there were two local junior B teams, so yeah. things fell through the way they did. Yeah, that's funny looking back at those things, man. Like, you know, um, obviously that's how you found out you were drafted. You could have been drafted to London. It's always cool. And again, just to play for the hometown team. I mean, um, at the highest level too, at least in junior hockey. I mean, again, being a Bell River kid, you probably thought it would have been cool to just play for the Canadians, but you get that privilege yeah. to play. For- that first season, so probably some very cool memories looking back on your first season with the Spits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was great. Uh, like I said, it, w- it was great playing for, for in front of my hometown and, you know, going to going to the old barn and then making the transition into the WFCU was another another thing I'll, I'll never forget. And, um, you know, just having your friends there and watching you, your family, mm-hmm. could go to to some of the local games and um you know after the game if you if you want to go out for dinner or something along those lines and and meet up with some friends family they're they're all right there and you know at that age i i think you're you're 18 years old you're in grade 12 and and handing out tickets to some of the uh your family to come see you play it feels like a big deal at the time and and luckily enough you know we like you said, we were we were an excellent hockey team, and that even made it even better. So, yeah, yeah. What more can you ask for, really? Yeah, it was the cherry on top. You know, there's there's nothing more I could have asked for for my first year playing major junior. Yeah, man. And you, you got to play probably the last or the last couple games in the barn too. I didn't even realize that until I was kind of doing some research. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We played, we played the last season in the barn, and then we made the transition to the WFCU um, that same year. So, mm-hmm. so I was lucky to play at the old barn, and then, um, and then the WFCU as well. Uh, I, I still remember my first. So when I played for the Spitfires, my my uh, the first year I ever played major junior. Um, I only had one goal that season. I didn't. I didn't play too much. I, I ended up playing a total of forty games or so. Our yeah. game was stuff. And I remember I scored my first shift, my first shift ever in the OHL. And and I didn't get one after that. But it was the <laughs> first shift at the barn that year. The first goal at the barn that year. So so that was always memorable for me. Anyways. Oh, that's really cool, man. You're probably thinking like, hey, off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's it's got to be cool to say, you know. Uh, not only did I play for the Spitfires, I played in the barn, and I got my first goal in the barn. My only goal for the Spitfires got it in the barn. You know? Yeah, exactly. I got I got it in the barn, and uh, I I actually got it against one of the team members that I ended up playing with later on in my junior career. So we kind of, I kind of laugh about that, you know. Dude, yeah. you got one. Oh, blah blah blah. And I was like, hey, got my one goal on you anyway. So yeah. <laughs> That's always something cool when you when you cross paths with players when uh, when you move and and we'll get into that in a little bit too. But before we do, before we uh, you know get out of the Spitfires because you got to play for a couple more teams as well. Um, you mentioned you know you, you keep in touch with uh, with some of the guys and obviously it was a tight group and you're only even though you're only there for forty games or so like you said um, I'm sure you're keeping in touch with a lot of those guys and and even the local guys too, right? Well, that's. And you know what? It's funny you say that. We we were such a tight knit team. I found, and I, I I truly believe one of the reasons why that was is because we did have a lot of local guys. You know, we had yeah. myself, Lucy, uh, Welly, um, um, you know, Harry. Like yeah. there were a lot of local guys on the team, and and we kind of embraced the fact that you know we also had our own local friends. But we had such good local friends that, you know, they also became friends. They also became members of the team. You know, when we were having a little hangout or whatever, a social gathering, you know, it wouldn't just be our team. It was also the local guys um, that are also here as well that, that, that they also keep in touch. And, you know, we've, built, we've developed so many other friendships. And Lakeshore is such a great place to come visit with, with uh know there's still the guys that come visit every summer and yeah you know we get on the lake yeah. and we well it's like you know when you, if you win together you, you stay together and those friendships you know it's uh it's every time i see them it's like you know it's not it's not like 10 years that have already went by you know you could just pick right back up where you start yeah it's crazy to think it's been 10 years now man and uh, yeah, it's funny you say that though. I heard someone else not too long ago say like, when you win together, you're you're stuck together forever. And I was gonna mention the same thing. Like at the least, I'm sure people are coming back in the summer to to get on the lake out there. It's, if you ask me, it's probably one of the best areas. Uh, well, definitely in in Windsor, Essex County, to go to Bell River Marina or something. Yeah, it's well, it's definitely it's definitely a bonus, and it's definitely something that our community has to offer. And, uh, you know, we, we take full advantage of getting out there and, and, you know, soaking up the sun and just spending some time out on the lake. Um, and, you know, I find that a lot of the guys, they, they do tend to come back. And I, not too long ago, 
Um, you know, when the, when the Spitfires held uh, the Memorial Cup, I think that was 2017. Yeah. And, and a lot of the guys ended up coming back for that, which was nice. And, yeah. And it almost almost as if it was a reunion, and 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 we all got together, and you know, had some jokes, and it was almost as if uh, we never parted ways. And it's kind of funny where you pick up. Yeah, man. Like it's again, like I was talking before, like kind of the same sort of things are talked about on the show. But I always say it's like high school, you know, like. They always say it's going to be your best four years of uh, of your life, and you say, yeah, whatever, and then then it actually is, and then it's the same sort of thing because you're at the same age, you're doing the same kind of shit, but but it's more memorable, especially for you guys winning those winning the championship. Yeah, I mean, playing on playing on any team is always memorable, but yeah. it's 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 the friendships you make, and and no doubt, you know, going through all the battles, going through everything lifting the trophies, um, you know, having a parade, it, it was incredible, you know, and to experience that at such a young age in front of my hometown, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. Yeah. It was uh, it was truly unbelievable. Yeah, man, it really lifted the city, like, it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, even even when they did it, they did it back, to, you know, I wasn't on the team, but yeah. it was a back to and then they did it again in 2017 it really put Windsor on the map yeah well, I was going to say that again when you guys were kind of um, re- reuni- reun- ah, fuck, reunited in uh, 2017 even better you get to watch them win again you know yeah for sure um, it, it was great I uh, my, I forget how my, my dad my dad got involved where he was security or something and he was able to he was able to get tickets and we're all we're going to all the games and and you know it, it was just good to be back in the atmosphere and it, and, it, and uh it, they were the underdogs that year and they ended up winning it and i was just so happy for the organization and and you know uh warren reichel lifting another memorial cup was, yeah. was great just brought back memories you know i got to lift it again i think we were i think we went to bowl and barrel or something at yeah. the time and uh holy smokes it was awesome yeah dude it was almost like like uh, uh what do you call it an epilogue or whatever to the to the other uh, wins because now you get the third one at home you know we got two in a row it, it revitalized the city in a, in a sense but it was always you know we had to watch you guys from afar now this time we get to see it right on home ice yeah and yeah you know what the uh, the windsor spitfires fans they they deserve it <laughs> I'll tell you, they're one of the best fans in the league. Um, they're they're loud. They're really they're really passionate about the team. They're passionate about the city. So so for Windsor to bring that home, you know, three three times in a matter of of ten years is, is just incredible. And uh, you know, I was just you know fortunate to be a part of it. Hundred percent, man. Especially back in your day at the the end days of the barn and early days of the WFCU, it was pandemonium. Exactly, and and you know you see a lot of the guys that a lot of guys that I play with, um, well that I played with, um, you know they have their 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 faces all over the arena, and you know they're all over the bus, they're on the they're they're all over the rink, and uh, to think maybe one day I could bring my my kid through the arena and say, listen, you know I was part of this. Look at there's Daddy's name there. Yeah. That, that, that kind of brings a, a smile to my face. 100% man it never goes away right yeah and you know unfortunately in a way um, the 2000 and I think 2009-10 season is when you were traded to Owen Sound 
So, you yeah. know, we talked about, you know, staying home, being from Bell River, you know, this was probably your first time being away from, from home as a young adult. And, but it was the first time you really got to shine in the OHL as well. So how was your time in, in, uh, Owen Sound? That was good. It was, uh, it was fun. You know, I, I was such a hometown kid. Um, you know, I, I love my, I love my local friends here. You know, I still do. And, and, uh, it was hard for, for me as an 18 year old to just leave that all aside yeah. and go move to Owen Sound and pursue, pursue hockey. Um, it was great. I grew up really quick. Um, you learn a lot of different things. You know, I, I, I was able to live with, with unbelievable billet parents. Um, you know, there's, there's still billet parents that I, that I keep in contact with all the time. And, uh, that's another, that's another thing too, that I didn't really quite experience in, in Windsor was that when you move, when you move away and you go play for a different team, you, you really invest yourself in your teammates. You know, you're really hanging out with them every single day because you don't really know anyone else there, right? So, so you become good friends with them um, in that environment. Yeah, and from what I understand, like no other Windsor guys were on that team. So it's like, you know, it's good if you know, have someone from that you know, but it looked like you didn't really uh, cross paths with a lot of guys beforehand. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, luck, luckily, uh, um, Jesse Blacker and and I we got traded together from Windsor to Owen Sound, so we uh, we we kind of our stalls were side by side, and we kind of um, you know hung out a little bit more because we were familiar with each other. But you know, after a couple of weeks, we all blended anyways. Yeah, that's um, a, that's cool. And, and you know, even even uh, on the Owen Sound attack, I was so fortunate enough to play play with great guys again you know that following year they ended up going to the memorial cup so yeah. even that team there you know there's there's so many guys that i was i was able to play with that uh, that you know ended up playing uh ended up pursuing some pretty good hockey careers yeah man that's actually kind of where i was going to go next i was going to kind of mention you know 2010 they trade you away they win 2011 they trade you away and they win but you got to you got to play with some some players that you know you turn on the tv and you see them i seen the the picture of you uh at that time i think you would have been with ottawa and bennington was still i think with owen sound and there's a picture of you scoring on him it's just probably cool to to see people like him now stanley cup champion on tv right oh absolutely you know i i I kid you not, I I might have the record for one of the guys that have that have played in the OHL and have played with the most um, current NHL players. You know, those, those I, I I played with so many guys. You know, fortunately, I played with so many guys that uh, actually ended up playing in the NHL, which is which is a tough task. It's it's a hard it's a hard transition for people to go from the OHL to the NHL, and um, it's it's just kind of it's just kind of crazy to see um, how many players I've actually played with that are currently playing in the NHL. You know, it's uh, pretty eye opening. Anyways. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, like when I look, I look through all the the rosters to see you know who you play with, so we can talk about stuff like this. And um, I just look at the teams, and like they're all skilled. Um, even Ottawa looked like you guys were gonna, you know, make a good push, and then you know got kind of up, upset by uh, Sudbury in the first round that year too. Yeah, yeah, we were we were a young team. Um, you know, we had Tyler Toffoli, yeah. Sean Moss, Peter Mrazek, Cody Cece. Like the, the list goes on, and and we we were young at the time. 
but uh, but we were a skilled team, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, we ended up losing in the playoffs that year. But you know, things happen. Yeah, uh, you can't win them all, you know. But yeah. you're you man, you just you rode a, a good train for sure for a good uh, couple of years, but even wrapped it up with some winning too, you know. Um, in St. Catharines, you went to the Falcons Junior B team and won the Schmaltz Cup. I mean, that's a huge win, even in Canadian junior hockey. Um, end off your junior career with another win and kind of where you started in, in that league. Yeah, 100%. Um, so so what happened was I, I was playing for Ottawa, and, and we could only carry so many overagers at the time. And Ottawa was a really good team, and, and, and they just went and picked up one of the better um, overagers in the league. So so obviously I got bumped, and I had, I had two, op- or two options. Um, I could have went and played for the Gatineau Olympic um, in the queue, or I could have went and played for um, the Erie Otters that have only won one game all year. And, and you know what? I had a just had a I kind of thought about it overnight, and I just thought to myself, you know what? I just I just want to have fun playing hockey, and I just want to end it on on a high streak. I want I want to win. Um, you know, I I had so much fun winning with the Windsor Spitfires, and I just wanted to win again. And uh, so. So I think I made the, the, the right call in playing for um, the St. Catherine Falcons. And, and that, that there was, uh, was incredible. You know, I, was a, uh, I felt like as if I was a big part of that team when I finally, you know, laced them up and put that jersey on. I felt, you know, coming in as a 21-year-old playing junior B, um, you know, I played in the OHL for four years before that. So I felt as if I was... Um, one of the one of the go-to guys, I, I guess you could say, and and luckily we ended up winning everything, so that was great too. Hundred percent, man. You need that vital experience on the team too, right? To to really push everybody, and again, like you said, being the uh, the veteran guy. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it was, and and even and like you said before, and and we mentioned if you, you win together, you stay together. That that that's another great group of guys that uh, that you know will. We'll have reunions throughout the summer, and um, you know it's it's just great. You know, you, you don't forget anyone on that team, and and it's just like I've been seeing you in ten years, but hmm. as soon as you get together, it's, it's right where you started. It's cool stuff, man. And from there, um, you're off to Concordia in uh, Quebec, and uh, playing yeah. for their college team. So again, probably a lot of new faces. But what kind of led you there? Uh, well, to be honest, I uh, so. Uh, Scholarship, yeah. probably number. Um, uh, receiving a, a scholarship uh, was for sure a deciding factor. Um, and and uh, you know, I think I had a couple offers to go play in, in random pro leagues. Uh, I think one of them was Australia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, if you play if you play one pro game, you you lose your OHL scholarship. And uh, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that I wasn't going to pay for university, and and my dad was looking the other way. He wasn't going to pay for university, so uh, I ended up taking the university or the OHL scholarship money and and yeah. playing for for Concordia. Um, you know the OHL the OHL package for 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 um, the scholarship money is is great. You mm-hmm. know that's probably one of the only reasons right now I have the profession I'm in right now is is due to hockey and due to the OHL scholarship package and. And, you know, having that and, you know, just receiving the funds kind of to help me out throughout university really, uh, really helped me out in the long run. 
hundred percent, man. It's always good to take that route. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, to my understanding, obviously, like you mentioned, you're a teacher now. So came back home to the university of Windsor, I think kind of for like a teacher's college kind of thing. I don't really know how that stuff works, but, um, you know, decided to kind of lead you down that path. I mean, I'm sure at a point you decided this is uh, something I want to do. Yeah. Well, I've, I've always, I've always wanted to be a teacher. My, my dad's a teacher. My brother's a teacher. My three cousins are teachers. Um, so, you know, I, uh, another big reason, you know, I ended up going to university in Montreal was, um, it was great for me to, to relearn my French. So, so right now I, uh, you know, I spent four years in Montreal and, and all the guys on the team were, 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 were out of the queue. Yeah. So, so a lot of the guys even had a hard time speaking English. So a lot of the um, camaraderie and a lot of the conversations in the locker room were French. And it really brought back my, my French background. Uh, my first language was French. You know, oh, okay. I'm a French teacher now. So that ended up also being a, uh, being a, being a positive from going out in university and coming back here and, you know, practicing my French and, um, you know, teaching French as well. Cool stuff, man. I mean, um, of course we, we know you, we know a lot of players from, from the Spitfires and it's always cool to kind of catch up and see what they're doing now. And, uh, again, to be honest, I didn't even really know that you were a teacher until the other day. So I was like, oh, this is even better. Not only do we have, you know, one thing to talk about now, he's a, a different kind of, uh, community leader in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that, um, like I mentioned before, I find that a lot of my teaching practices and, and what I really implement in the classroom is, is a lot to do with, with what I've learned throughout my hockey career. You know, like I said, to work hard, um, to show up on time, to give, to give an honest effort, um, you know, to, to, um, to be organized, to, to co- cooperate with one another. And, and, you know, that's, that's a big part of my teaching philosophy is, is learning skills like you would at the, at the hockey arena. That's cool, man. And I'm sure definitely some kids are, uh, you know, going to be receptive to that, rather they be a hockey kid or whatever, soccer, sports or not, you know, even if they're not into that kind of stuff, it, that's how you uh, get them to commit and, and to learn, right? Yeah, you got to entertain them. You got to keep them busy, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Well, that's cool, man. Again, uh, former Windsor Spitfire, now a local French teacher. Thanks for taking the time to do this, man. No problem at all. All right, all right. There we have it, folks. Ben Dubois on the Wind City Sports Podcast. Former Windsor Spitfire, OHL player, college hockey player, and now local school teacher, Ben Dubois, French teacher. Um, Again, thanks, Ben, for taking the time to do that, man. I mean, obviously, like you said, it has, it's has it been a while since he's done an interview, and uh, it's, it's cool for me to do those kind of things, too, you know. Um, sometimes people are like, you know, me? Why? You know, <laughs> it's been a while since anyone wanted to talk to me, but hey, that's the thing, you know, There's these people are still in Windsor, they're still, they're still living, they're still breathing, and they got stories to tell, you know, they got a story about themselves and the, the experience that they've had in Windsor, and that's what the show is all about, is documenting Windsor history, you know, so... Uh, again, thanks thanks again to Ben for, for taking the time to do that, man. But now we'll roll into some local sports news and get you caught up with some things that you guys might have missed over the last few weeks. And uh, as most recent, um, as going, going through the Twitter feed here, as you guys know, like I normally do, go and see what I've retweeted in the last two weeks and uh, share it on Facebook and stuff like that to get, uh, to get my stuff for you. Um, so basically... Uh, 
first thing I see here is Tyron Crawford, um, former guest of Win City Sports. He had a nine-year NFL career with the Dallas Cowboys. He's decided to retire from the game um, and move on in life. I mean, uh, it hasn't really been said what he's going to be doing next, but obviously all the, the doors are open at this point for him to find something to do. But a CCH grad, um, dual athlete, guy from Windsor yet again, and um, a guy who's still coming back and giving back to Windsor usually in the summer. So um, congratulations to Tyrone on his nine-year NFL career and all the best in his new life and retirement. <clears throat> Excuse me, again, a, a guest of Win City Sports um, two or three years ago, two years ago, set up by Coach Kuz, Pete Kuzumano. It was one of his, well, obviously one of his, his basketball coach at CCH. Um, again, as we go through here, uh, former Windsor Spitfire coming back to Windsor is Anthony Stefano. He will be joining the Windsor Lancers. He's uh, going to be coming to the to the school. I'm not sure when he's actually going to be getting started, but he did play for Western University last year, and uh, he's looking to get back into the classroom and, I guess, on the ice with the Lancers. Hopefully they'll be able to have a season next year as well. And probably the biggest thing in the last two weeks coming out of uh, sports news and any ties to Windsor is Windsor's Maurice Kalou of Oregon State lighting it up in the NCAA tournament. Uh, March Madness, I guess a couple weeks ago, this guy was putting on a shooting clinic. Just absolute warrior out there. And again, a kid from Windsor. Um, not Don't know his story too well, so I'd love to get him on here, maybe learn a little bit more about him, you know, and, and tell his story. Um who knows? Uh, I, I like I have no idea, you know, what area he was from or school he went to or anything. So there's always people popping up that you don't know about and uh, you know want to give some love to. So we're gonna we're gonna reach out to Oregon State when things cool down a little bit. I think um, we got Luke Wilson. I'm not sure if we mentioned this last time. Luke Wilson apparently is going to be tackling the uh, um, the ranks of the free agency a little bit. Um, this year, weren't sure if he was going to be hanging him up as well, but maybe he's looking to push for one more season uh, before he wraps it up. And finally, coming up May first is the Bridge to Bridge Marathon of Health, uh, sponsored and organized by Josh Horan. Uh, I believe they did this last year with Mike Ovin running from Ambassador Bridge to Bell River Bridge. They're going to be raising money for charity. Keep an eye out um, for that on Twitter at Bridge to Bridge Three. So hopefully some more events coming up this summer as well. We'll be keeping you in touch with that as they approach. Obviously right now everything is on halt and uh, nothing is certain. But what is certain is that that is all this time on the Win City Sports Podcast. My name is Drake Demore. I'm here every other Monday with a brand new edition of the podcast on WinCitySports.com and anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check us out on anything you might use, anywhere you might listen to it. Give us a review, give us a five-star review, a like, subscribe, whatever it might be. As well as social media, at WinCity underscore sports on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, dropping videos as much as we can, uh, previews from the shows and stuff like that. Um, You can also follow me, Drake Damore, on Twitter and Instagram, at Drake Damore. But until next time, smell you later.